0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the Spirits and Sports History Podcast. With your host, Ryan Zyroud. Expand your knowledge on your favorite spirits, and then enjoy sports history with a mystery. What's up, delegates and welcome to the Spirits and Sports History podcast, here on the Believe Podcast Network. You can also find us on lafpnetwork.com, your destination for Los Angeles football. Happy to be back with you. It's been a little bit of a hiatus. Took a little bit of time off, been super busy with stuff, but now in this quarantine, what better time than ever to get back into the uh, the writing phase, you know, writing some, uh, some good sports mystery stories. So I think I have a good one for you. I think it, it fits well with kind of what's going on or what should be going on um, right now. So hopefully you enjoy it. But uh, before we get into that, I got to talk about one of our sponsors of the show, betonline.ag. I know it's weird right now. No sports on. Doesn't feel like there's anything to bet on. But if you do enjoy betting or just want to have some fun, Go to betonline.ag. You can bet on the American Idol, the elections that are going on, the Spelling Bee, plenty of other stuff. They got their live casinos with poker, blackjack, plenty of stuff still to do. And when you go there, use my promo code, MyPod100. That's M Y P O D 100. And you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus only at betonline.ag. So make sure when you go there, use my promo code MYPOD100 for your 50% welcome bonus. All right, well, I'm about to jump into the story, the mystery story. And then, as always, we will do a little whiskey history. Um, I kind of changed the format of the show. If if you've been listening now, we are eight, eight, eight episodes in Started off in the beginning, I would do the whiskey portion first and then do the story. But because I like to relate the whiskey or the alcohol to the story, I feel like it kind of gave gave a little bit away if you knew the region or the area that it's from. Like I feel like you should, you should know that much. So now I do the whiskey afterwards. So I won't tell you um, much about that, but after the uh, story, we'll obviously get into our, our whiskey history. So without further ado, grab a drink if you have one. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a drink with the Dom while I read you a sports mystery story. It was a particularly hot day for April. The sun glistened in the cloudless sky, beaming down and blistering the soil beneath. Gadiel's father owned one of the larger farms in the area, and the heat concerned him about the plants that he had just planted a month prior. Yadiel was feeling the wrath as well of the heat as he continued to work the land. Thousands of miles away, Rafael was experiencing a very different climate. His family had just recently moved from the humid, warm Caribbean to the cool, temperate Rocky Mountains. His father had worked on Yadiel's family's farm for years. That's how Rafael and Yadiel had grown so close. They might not have had the same last name, but they grew up brothers a bond created through the blood, sweat, and tears that their fathers poured into the earth's soil. Now Raphael's father had given his family a new beginning. His uncle had recently moved to the Rocky Mountains and started a cattle farm. It was still hard work, but the pay was better, and he could give his family the opportunity for something bigger in the States. Dadio wiped the sweat from his brow. The flies swarmed above him, creating a buzzing noise that could be heard clear across the field. Today was Saturday, and that meant that Yadiel only had to work a half day. You see, every Saturday afternoon, he went to the local cantina to watch his favorite game, and hopefully, his favorite player. Rafael had a very similar Saturday ritual. In fact, it wasn't just a weekly reoccurrence. It was an agreement made between two brothers. If they had to live worlds apart... They would spend a few hours a week watching their favorite pastime during the same moment. Raphael closed the cattle gate behind him. He was done for the day. He grabbed his ball cap and headed down towards the local tavern. Yadiel pulled the door open with a loud creak. He walked in and sat down at his usual table, where the barkeep proceeded to bring him a vanilla cream soda, his favorite. You see, the boys were underage but they had made arrangements with the local establishments that allowed them to sit at a specific table one day a week. Rafael sat down with his usual favorite, a root beer, already waiting for him. The ice crackled as the fizzy bubbles floated to the top. He took a sip and then turned his attention to the flat-screen TV that was mounted in the corner. Garcia walked out of the holding area like he does every game. Like many of his co-workers, he has the same routine every day. Call it superstition, but changing anything could derail his performance that day. He trotted out to the epicenter of the ballpark. The crowd felt as if they were on top of him, pushing him into the earth. The heat made his knees buckle a bit and brought him back to his days growing up back home, working the land, doing whatever had to be done. But now he was here, a lifetime away from that now distant memory. And his focus shifted from working the land to working the strike zone. Garcia picked up the bag of chalk that rested at his feet below him. He bounced it twice on his palm and then three times on the outside of his hand. He then reached into his weathered glove and located the precious material that would provide entertainment for millions and decide his own future. Strange to think that just 10 years prior, manual labor of producing real food and crops decided what he would eat that week, or even that night. Now a circle of rubber and cork, wrapped in cowhide and thread, provided him with everything that he needed for a lifetime. Garcia's arm was glistening with beads of sweat. His hair soaked, and his face was dripping. But none of that deterred his focus. He stepped into his stance, began his wonky wind-up, and delivered the first blow of the afternoon. Yadiel slammed the bottle down. It was already his third cream soda. You better slow down there, son, the barkeep murmured from across the cantina. Yadiel threw another dollar down on the table, signaling he was ready for another. At the moment, he didn't have a care in the world. His favorite player was on the biggest stage, pitching the game of his life. He was planning on drinking cream soda all night with the best of them. Womp. Garcia delivered another fastball right on target. The adrenaline had kicked on two innings ago, and his arm felt great. His eyes were laser focus like they could pierce steel. The sign was relayed. Garcia began his windup and delivered a rare curveball. Pop! The crack of the bat echoed throughout the stadium. The two-seamed round sphere shot off the wooden plank like a rocket ship. Rafael jumped out of his seat in disgust knocking his half-full bottle of root beer over, spilling its contents all over the table, and splashing the patron next to him. (sighs) This is why you don't let kids in taverns begrudged the patron under his breath. Raphael didn't care. He felt his heart drop, his lungs tense up, and his knees give out. All he could do was stare, praying to the Lord above that there were angels in the outfield. The ball traveled, off the hitter's bat at such speed and velocity, everyone in the stands and watching around the world knew what the outcome would be. All but one man, that is. Billy saw the ball explode off the Louisville Slugger. He immediately took off running to his right. This was his moment, not only to showcase his tremendous ability, but to save his brother and keep the moment going. He felt his soul leave his body as he sprinted as fast as his leg could take him. The ball began crashing towards the earth. Would it be over the wall or land painfully in the field of play? Billy had a good break, and he knew he could make the play. He went airborne, extending his glove as far as physically possible and felt that five-ounce ball strike the leather of his mitt. His chest hit the sod first, and he slid like a base runner sliding home with his arm outstretched, ball in hand. Garcia's throat reopened and he could breathe again. His fists unclenched as he rose his arms in exultation. There was more work to do, but for now, he was safe. He gave Billy the tip of his cap and turned his focus back to the enemy in the box. Yadiel sat in silence. His fifth bottle of cream soda sat empty in front of him. He didn't know what to feel. He gazed at the screen as coaches and teammates poured onto the field to greet their heroic comrade. He looked out the open door of the cantina. He could smell the warm Dominican breeze and watched it dance over the rows of planted bean crops. His small town of Nagua had needed a hero or someone to shed light on their proud village. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a baseball card. He took this card with him everywhere. It was his most prized possession, and he raised it to the sky as he relished in the moment. Rafael was talking to the previously angered patron, showing him a baseball card that he carried with him everywhere. He explained that back in his hometown, on the island of the Dominican Republic, he and his best friend Yadiel had saved up for three months so that they could each buy a card of their favorite player, Ubaldo Jimenez Garcia. When Rafael discovered that he'd been moving to the Rocky Mountains of Colorado, he signed his card with a special message, and Yadiel did the same to his. Then the brothers, born of separate parents, traded cards so that no matter the distance between them, they would each have a piece of the other in their pocket. A tear fell from his cheek, and landed with a splash onto the card he was holding. Rafael may have been drinking root beer in a tavern in Colorado, and Yadiel may have been slogging cream sodas in a cantina in the Dominican. But no distance could separate them from witnessing the first-ever no-hitter in Colorado Rockies history on that warm April day in 2010. After 128 pitches and seven strikeouts, Ubaldo Jimenez created a legacy for the Colorado Rockies and for his hometown of Nagua. William Dexter Fowler was probably given a few cream sodas after his seventh-inning diving play to preserve the no-no. For Yadiel and Rafael, it was a moment they would never forget. Well, thank you for having a drink with the Don, and I hoped you enjoyed this edition of spirits and sports history. Now on to our history lesson. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed that story. I had fun with it. Um I kind of hope to show that you know, sports just brings so many people together. I think I've done that on a few different stories now. But obviously being two young boys um, I, I mentioned brothers, but they were really just friends that grew up together and though they were thousands of miles apart, when this one moment happened in a sports game, they were bonded together and even more so because the moment happened to be someone from their hometown. You know, it was not a place that got recognized a lot. I know there's been baseball players from the Dominican, but this specific town, I think they have like three total that have played the majors. But Ubaldo has probably been the greatest, and obviously at the pinnacle of throwing a no hitter. And so these these brothers were able to brothers, friends, whatever you want to call them, were able to really feel that bond close and and really have something to cheer about. Um, that I, I think is what's so beautiful about sports in general. So and that was such a great moment. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm from Denver originally. Uh, I am a Rockies fan. I remember that day, April, uh, in April of 2010, you know, the first no-hitter in Rockies history. You know, Ubaldo was an icon. He had really one or two really good years, uh, but that year was it was just a special year um, that he had, and it was, it was so fun to uh, to be able to be a part of that. And so I kind of wanted to replicate that a little bit in a different storyline than necessarily what I went through, but something that I kind of had fun with. So. so I hope you enjoyed it and, uh, you know, Plenty more where that comes from. So, but now we're going to get into the whiskey portion of the podcast, where I feature a whiskey based on the region of the story. It's going to be a Colorado whiskey. You know, could be Caribbean, but I feel like Caribbean is much more rum related. So I stuck with the uh, Colorado's doing some big things in the whiskey industry. So, but before we get to that, I do want to tell you a little about my friends at True Classic Teas. These guys are great. True. Uh, it's a local LA business. If you're in LA, which I am, um, if you're not in LA, it's not local to you. But they're they're a great business nonetheless. Um, great quality T-shirts. They're gonna be you know non-printed um, shirts. Just they're plain colored tees. Super comfortable. Super affordable. Um, you can get as low as fifteen bucks a shirt. I believe they have uh, packages on there. I think three to five shirts for like twenty to thirty bucks. If I'm not mistaken, but uh, but they're really good, good looking. Nowadays, T-shirts are uh, such a big part of our, um, you know, our regular dress. You can wear a T-shirt with, you know, jeans. You can wear a T-shirt with sweats. You can wear a T-shirt, uh, with a blazer, and that's kind of like the new, the new go-to look. So, True Classic Tees, truly a great company, um, well-run. And if you go to True right now, use the promo code Believe at checkout. That's B L E A V. You're gonna get an extra twenty percent. Off, Like I said, 15 bucks for these shirts. 20% off. Promo code BELIEVE. Get yourself a nice t-shirt today or a bunch of t-shirts at trueclassictees.com. My promo code B-L-E-A-V. All right. Whiskey featured. We're going 10th Mountain Rye Whiskey. Delicious whiskey. Has an awesome story. I'm just going to read this straight from the website. I don't want to butcher it at all. The Patriotic Men. Of the 10th Division, you know, military reference here, they brought diversity, courage, and hope to the Rocky Mountains when they arrived in the 1940s to train just a few miles south of what is now Vail. They were part of the greatest generation of men wanting to make each day count and each day better than the last. The mentality they had was strong. After being shaped from the rigors of the mountain, warfare, their egos humble. So, just a, a cool kind of uh, concept. This is a br- uh, distillery, excuse me, right in Vail, Colorado. Beautiful, beautiful mountain town. Awesome skiing and snowboarding. Awesome history, awesome culture. And now they have a great uh, distillery right there. 10th Mountain Whiskey. I did the rye whiskey. Um, you know, I'm more of a bourbon fan. This was actually a gift, ironically enough, from my sister. Uh, she got me this, and so obviously I'm not going to say no, and I wanted to be able to create a story where I could feature it. Um, but it's an 86 proof, 43% alcohol by volume. You know, it's aged in new oak barrels for one year, so not the, not the same length as a typical, like, bourbon would be, but still has that oaky flavoring because of it. Um, let's go ahead and pour a little bit here. There we go, just so you can hear that uh, I'm legit. I don't know if you can really hear it pouring, but yeah, we just want to get a little taste here. We can walk through it. Um, it has won some awards: Global Spirits Competition double gold, Northern American Whiskey and Bourbon Competition gold, Denver International Spirits Festival silver, Jim Murray's 2010 Whiskey Bible rating 94 points. So it's good, high quality whiskey. But let's go ahead and give this a give it a good smell here. You know the nose. They say. Now, I'm catching it too, but it has uh, aromas of oak, dark fruit, and light caramel. Caramel seems to be a a hot commodity in whiskeys nowadays. Mmm. Great flavor. Hint of cinnamon as well. You can kind of get in that that smell, but also the flavor profile. Um, It has a bit of a spiciness. A lot of ryes do. Um, Full-bodied. touch of toffee in there, which is nice. That kind of mellows it out a little bit. And the finish is a dry finish with lingering spice and oak. So, I mean, it's really true to just what it, what it is. You know, Asian oak barrels, um, and then it has that spiciness to it with a little bit of caramel, 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 a little bit of cinnamon, and then uh, a nice finish of toffee and, you know, dry spice. So, uh, yeah, really, really good whiskey. Uh, aged right there in Colorado, in the mountains. So if you're in Colorado and you want to try something local, I mean, if you're in Denver, I know it's a little ways away, but, you know, you would consider the mountains local, the Rocky Mountains. Uh, It's going to have that great Rocky Mountain water used to finish with it, and it's a delicious, delicious um, rye whiskey. The bourbon's great as well. I've tried that before. just not doing it on the show right now, but give it a try. Tenth Mountain Whiskey. Love it. I think you will love it too. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Believe in Spirits and Sports History Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Dyward Hopefully it's not going to be a three-month-long break between episodes. Sorry, things just got crazy. I plan to do the next one very, very soon. If this quarantine has done anything positive, it's given me plenty of time to do writing, uh, which I have loved, and hopefully I can uh, give you more stories as well. So pour yourself a glass of that 10th Mountain. Enjoy it for the evening. Um, if you want to re-listen to my story, hey, it helps me out. I appreciate it. And uh, and thank you so much. Stay safe out there. Wash those hands. Spend time with friends and family that you live with. Don't go outside. But hey, take this time to really enjoy some time off of work and just spend time with the loved ones that you live with. Appreciate you. I'm Ryan Dart. I'll talk to you guys very soon. The perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. And the only place to find the perfect hire is is on LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills that you're looking for so you can hire the right person extremely fast. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job posts in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. That's longer than a cowboy has to ride on a bull and why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering high-quality hires. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want, and you get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com slash T-E-A-M to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. It's the Spirits and Sports History Podcast. With your host, Ryan Zyroud. Expand your knowledge on your favorite spirits and then enjoy sports history with a mystery. Thank you for listening to Believe.